Hello and welcome back to a brand new episode of Nine of the Heel Games Podcast. This is episode 13 and we are back from a hiatus. Um, I've got to say it's my fault. It is not Gino's fault. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake dropped and I had nothing better to do than to play that game. And it consumed me for quite a while. Uh, I am your host, Nine, and Gino, aka The Heel, as your co-host. What's up, guys? And it's good to be back. The good thing about all this is is that we're back and we have a lot of news to discuss. This is not going to be a very small episode. This is going to be a big episode with lots of topics to discuss. Now, let's get right into the first topic, which is huge right now, and everyone's talking about it. And it is, honestly, it, it could go either way. It could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. But uh, from what I've seen, it could just be the vocal uh, minority <laughs> that... Uh, is, is really pushing this down and, and making it look like such a bad thing. And that is The Last of Us 2 being leaked, all the story stuff, some major plot points, pretty much anything that matters has leaked heavily. And we've also got a release date of, what was the release date, Gino? Is June, June 19th. 19th. That's right, June 19th, 2020. So that game will be dropping then, and then I believe in July we're getting uh, Ghost of Tsushima. That's right. Yeah. So, all right. What do you make of these leaks, man? Some because some of these leaks are huge. Like they are, in a lot of ways, they're they're kind of really bringing the studio down. People are upset with the way the story plays out. I've been leaked on one small detail that isn't quite small. It's pretty huge. Uh, obviously, no leaks here, no spoilers, no anything like that. So you're safe here. Um, but Gino, I wanted your opinion on what you think of everything that's going on with the last of us too you know what this it, it really sucks more than anything else i'm trying to think of the right thing like it's just you know they've worked so hard and people have waited for so long and for it to just get leaked and people sharing it it's really really unfortunate and um just more than anything else it, i i totally get why the whole studio would feel let down, right? Especially with the dates getting moved all over the place. It's been kind of an emotional roller coaster, right? So with this, it I I think for morale, it's it's just one of those things like, what can you do? You're just about done and you just you gotta do it. But I, I do think that a small part of them on release day, you know, when they make the posts and everything, I think a small part of them, you know, usually I think they throw kind of like a party, you know, like, hey, we I think a small part of them is gonna be a little bit disappointed. It's not gonna be um you know, as big for them. And I do think that it does take a hit on the game itself. Unfortunately, I, I do honestly think that. So more than anything else, because now like that suspense to an extent is gone, right? So um, more than anything else, I just feel so bad for them. It, it's just such an unfortunate thing. And I feel bad for people who were really counting on it and really waiting for it. I mean, spoilers suck. And this, you know, this is a big one. So yeah, I'm with you on this. Honestly, it, it does absolutely suck. Like, there's no two ways about this. Uh, the team is is down about it. Um, my understanding, and I, and I don't know if this is a rumor or if this is actually true, is that a, a, like a prior or a, a dev that used to work with them, um, I guess he was upset about it, so he decided, well, fuck you guys, and then he leaked all the, all the different plots. But I think that... It would be crazy to do that. You'd basically be committing career suicide because you're under an NDA. What studio is going to want to work with you after you mm -hmm. do that to such a studio like Naughty Dog? So I don't know if that's true. I actually didn't look into uh, 
if this is just speculation or if this is a fact. And uh, honestly, I think I think I, I'm doubtful that that's what happened just because it would be career suicide. Do you think that it was an inside employee that used to work for them? I don't know enough about that to, to talk about it. And I, but I do agree with you that that is a career suicide. And I do think that, man, you gotta, you gotta really be, you know, set in stone that you're not going to work in the games industry to do that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, like no one's going to want to work with you because no one, like any, no one's going to want to work with you. Right. Um, be as upset as you want. If, if, if this is, if this is the case, he should get hit with a heavy lawsuit in my opinion. Um, he or she, whoever it may be. Um, do I really think it is though? Objectively? No, I don't. I think, um, maybe just something got leaked somehow on the internet. Like I, I honestly, I don't know. Right. Um, whatever it is, is just unfortunate. I, 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 it doesn't matter how it did. It's just, it sucks that it happened. Yeah. And I think that's the point, right? I mean, regardless of how it leaked, the point is that it did leak and it, it's pretty much ruined this for a lot of people. And it's such a shame. Like, the way I found out was looking at PS Plus games for the for the month of May, and some asshole just decided to write a spoiler, like for no reason, just a, a spoiler Ugh. about it. And it's just like, why? For what? Like, what did you personally gain from doing that? You know I hate I mean? when people do that. Sure. I hate, and I might be putting a huge target on my own back, but I hate when people do that. Yeah. So where can they find you on Twitter just in case they want to? Get <laughs> no, no. I might not reveal it yeah. for the next few weeks. Yeah, so basically point being that it's it's a shitty time to be a The Last of Us fan. But on the bright side, guys, the game has a release date. It's happening soon. And who knows, man? Maybe we're all going to play it and we're going to love it. And this will just be in the back and we'll forget all about it. And a lot of times that is what happens, man. Honestly, people think that things are a huge deal until... Like we get past it a month later and nobody even thinks about it twice, mm -hmm. you know? So yeah. that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I guess, you know what I mean? That's the best case scenario, right? So, um, ah, man, I, I still, I, I'm a huge, I hate spoilers, man. I, 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 that's a really optimistic point and I wish I could share that with you, but God, I would be bummed out. Do you know what yeah. I mean? If that happened, yeah. I've had a bunch of stuff spoiled to me, like, in the past, like I had someone, for example, from that movie, Logan, it's probably the movie I've been most waiting for all that entire year. Someone went and spoiled it. And now you'd be like, Hey, well, you should have gone and seen it. Well, I can't see it if it's not out. Right. Like yeah. they went prior to opening night. And this is kind of reminds me of that. Get a chance. There's one thing. If you spoil it one month after it's out, one week after it's out, like even that sucks. Like one week, I don't accept that, but do you know what I mean? But like, yeah. man, I wish I had your, I wish I had your optimism, man. I, I hope, I really do hope that for people who are anticipating the game to still have that experience. Cause I really do want them to have it because it is, you know, it is a quality game. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sure it's going to be a great game, man. Uh, all right. Uh, next topic. We are talking about the PS5 controller guys. I know this happened a while ago, but we never discussed it. We won't go too long about it, but we do want to touch up on it. PS5 controller, two toned, uh, looks a little bulkier, looks a little bigger. Uh, just looks like a very sturdy product. In my opinion, I, I'm a fan of the design. I like it. I think that the two-tone is fine. I would probably want to opt for uh, the black one or or like an all-white one or whatever the mm -hmm. options may be. But the two-tone isn't the end of the world. I think it also says something about what the console may look like naturally. Um, for me, 
it's I give it a, a thumbs up. It looks great, and I really like what they did with the light bars. Like to me, that's the big thing that like mm-hmm. aesthetically is super pleasing to look at. The haptic feedback looks like it's gonna be pretty good considering just how bulky the controller looks. What do you make of this controller and what do you think? Like tell us all about it, Gino. <laughs> I am with you. I also like it very much. Um, I do like that they didn't make any crazy changes but they made some small ones that, you know, they just made it a better controller all around. They didn't, you know, better from the PS4 sake, right? So they made it a little bit bigger, a little bit rounder, a little bit easier to hold on to. I do like that. I think I really like the two-tone and I'm with you. I think that that will probably have a direct impact. Like that kind of gives us a little preview as maybe I would say as to what the console could possibly look like with like the two-tone and stuff. I also think that intelligently, uh, intended or not, it gives them a lot of potential for color schemes because now you're not just dealing with a possible one tone. Now you have a two tone, so you can do a, a a solid, you know, a map. You know, for example, like a matte black that is just one entire color or white or or whatever. But now you have those options where you can kind of mix and match the colors. So I think that on a you know on a production level for them is actually really smart and very different. It looks really cool. I quite like it. Um, I, I almost thought it looked like a as if you put an Xbox uh, One control, like a, like a white skin over top, you know what I mean? It, it kind of looks, but you know, that's just kind of like, it looks kind of, it was kind of more of a joke, but it looks all in all, all jokes aside, I do really like it. And I do like that, like you said, they took the chance and they didn't ref, they didn't like change it dramatically, but they just made it better. And I, and I think from all the PlayStation controllers, in my personal opinion, I'm pretty sure you share the same opinion, uh, DualShock 4, best one yet. So you know, they just went yeah. off of that and they just made it a little bit better. Like they made it solid. I like it. I'm all in. Yeah. And let's let's remember they changed the name too to Dual Sense. And yes. we'll just Absolutely. see. Like, you know, the big thing is right now we can talk about, oh shit, this looks like this and that. But the biggest thing we'll notice is when we actually play with it, right? Like for real, right now we're not really gonna be able to know just what it is like about it. Is is it gonna be a good controller? Is it gonna be a bad controller just by looking at it? Rather, once mm-hmm. we get our hands on it and play a game, especially a game that's made around the features of the controller, we will finally get a good good idea of just how good sure. this controller is. Also, keep in mind, it does have a built-in microphone, which is pretty neat, too. Um, now, I, I just imagine that online, playing online is going to be a mess. People just talking with their controllers. <laughs> Call of Duty be the worst. <laughs> exactly. So there'll be that. Um, but yeah, man, PS5 controller, guys. Looks great. Now, moving on with more PlayStation 5 news. The PS5 PSN store function as a rumor floating around. Now, naturally, Gino and I, we don't talk too much about rumors because it just there was so many at the time when we didn't talk about it. But now, mm-hmm. as we got the reveal and all this other stuff, the, this function sounds plausible. Now, did you read about this, Gino, before I go into it? I read a little bit, but I actually, like, I didn't... I just scanned through it. So I actually would like you to refresh my memory on this. All right. So the PlayStation 5, this is the this rumor that, that they've got going, is that on the PlayStation Network for the PS5, you will be able to try any game instantly. I'm assuming that maybe this has been stretched a little bit and it'll be select games, but any game instantly and without having to download it, like without having to... Uh, wait around like instant we're talking like this you're going to be able to try it out and then you can decide whether you want to buy it or not now i think that that's a great feature 
Obviously, there's some caveats to it. Like, number one, it's probably up to the developer and the publisher. Number two, when we're talking about you can try a game, how much of the game are you trying? Number three, we're talking about the quality of it. You must be streaming it since you're not downloading it. So what yeah. does that say? Is that through PS Now? There's so many questions that, mm-hmm. that rise with this rumor. But overall, I think when you and I discussed, man, we want features. We want shit that you couldn't do on the PS4. This is one of those things. I'm excited about it. What do you make of it all? Um, so, you know, from the beginning, like, this is great, right? Let's, there's no two ways about it. It is a great thing. Uh, anytime, you know, you can try something before you buy, I think is a wonderful idea, kind of like demos in, in, in its own sense. Um, I guess I have skepticism on, on a few parts of this, and I would like to see maybe that explained, and I'm sure, obviously, it will. Um, the first being... What games, like how recent are the games? Are they going to be like demos before the game comes out? Is it going to be shortly after they come out? Is it going to be like a year after they come out? I think that's a really important question, right? Because like, let's say, for example, like God of War, right? They make a sequel to, let's say, God of War 2. You know, it, it sold so well and it's so popular, right? Do you really need to put the you know the first little bit out you know people are gonna buy it do you know what i mean and if people who are on the fence you want them to still get it you know what i mean i'm not saying it's, it's not a bad game i'm saying it's, it's a good game like it's a solid game like people love it right um but you know there's gonna obviously be a minority that they don't like it and they might not get be into it so you might have a chance where you push them away also you have a chance of bringing people in so i think there's that yeah the biggest thing for me and i will explain this to people who don't know is the whole streaming idea. And and the reason for saying this is that I still, you know, we live in a, you know, in a pretty, you know, it's a very industrial city. We live, you know, in a pretty big city in Canada. So um, for us, this isn't so much of a problem, but man, even 10 minutes down the road from here, there's people who are still working on dial-up. And I know this for a fact because I used to work for, you know, an internet company that, you know, we used to go in and it wasn't, it was just a little bit outside outside of the city and there's people who were begging for anything because they were using dial-up. So, so now you're potentially alienating a bunch of that audience. And I get that that comes with streaming in general, right? And as time goes on, we're going to be more developed. I'm just saying that I bet you there's a lot of parts of the United States of Europe here that, you know, the internet connection is not up to par. And if, you know, if they are, people maybe don't have, you know, how much are you really going to like, how, capable is it going to have to be like how fast is it going to have to be to be able to run it i think there's a lot of questions in that i think all in all it's a great idea i just i just want to see more about it i think it's a it's wonderful if they do it that way and it's games that are you know new releases i could see like maybe their exclusives or ones that they have partners with them them doing that i just can't imagine that every single game would be like that you know what i mean but who knows yeah that's fair um, I think we'll we'll have to see what happens. I think that it's probably exaggerated a bit in terms of yeah. just how how much you can experience and just how how big the catalog of games is in terms of that feature. I could mm-hmm. see Sony making it available with their first party titles. I don't know if I can see that with every single game across the board, just because maybe yeah. some developers are not up for that. But we'll see what happens. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's exciting if it is true. If not, eh, whatever, right? I mean, 100%. I think you're absolutely right. Now, moving on with some more PlayStation 5 news, guys. We have a PS5 event rumored for June. Now, 
This I found over on gamesradar.com and it is presumed that they are planning for a June 4th event to reveal more about the PlayStation 5. Now I'm just going to give a quick quote from this. Uh, the next PS5 event could be taking place on June 4th, according to newly posted information from games journalist Jeffrey Grubb. When recently asked about a PS5 reveal event on Reset Era, Grubb, who accurately leaked the date of last month's Nintendo Direct, stated that something is currently planned for June 4th, but stopped short of revealing anything more. So, this guy has uh, a history of being right, so, you know, he's got a little bit more uh, street cred up on the, the Fair internet enough. And, the, Let's go. and with other gamers. So that's something we can keep in mind here. Now, mm -hmm. let's be honest. All right. The PlayStation needs another reveal. All right. They revealed their their really shitty reveal. <laughs> we we talked about this in depth, so I'm not going to go into that again. They showed their controller in just a quick blog, which is fine. That's that's okay. Um so they're due for a full-on games what the console looked like, maybe a price. I'm doubtful on the price, but maybe a price. Mm -hmm. And it would make sense in June 4th, especially the funny thing is that's just before E3 is what E3 yeah. would be, right? And when all those studios or all those um, publishers would go. So it actually does kind of line up with what's expected. And they did say they would not be taking part in E3. Now, technically, this isn't a part of E3. This is before, mm -hmm. right? So... I don't know like how much credibility we can give this guy, but I think there's a chance it could be accurate. What do you think? I think you nailed every single point that I was going to make and you Thank said you. it all. I, th <laughs> I, I think you're absolutely right in the sense that I think June makes a lot of sense. I'm with you because it's, you know, it is right before E3, but it makes sense that they slot themselves in that month because that's the E3 month. Do you know what I mean? Um, also, I like the idea of them kind of getting ahead of the messaging. It, like, We'll just assume that this is correct because from my understanding, Nintendo was still going to have their direct when they would, and then Microsoft was still possibly planning an event, right? If I'm not mistaken, they, were, they had said something like that, right? They will be doing an event, absolutely. Yes. So it makes every sense in the world that they would do it and it's not part of e3 because e3 is not even a thing right now so that makes sense i i really don't know what else to say i think you just nailed every single point that i was gonna make so that works out for me that was it. Yeah, yeah so let's just hit the next topic so <laughs> that's that's what we got for playstation news yeah. so, so now on the other side of the spectrum we're talking about the xbox series x now this is confirmed this is not a rumor may 7th we are going to get a reveal of xbox series x gameplay and I can pretty well guarantee, and I think it's already been confirmed, that we're going to see Assassin's Creed Valhalla make an appearance, and we're going to see just what it looks like on the Xbox Series X. So this is exciting for me, right? Obviously for Gino as well. Now, I'm not going to get into Assassin's Creed because that's our next topic. We're, what we're going to talk about is the Xbox Series X, which is going to be exciting to see just what it can do. Now, let's temper expectations because I think people are getting ahead of themselves thinking, man, we're going to see first-party IP, we're going to see uh, Halo, we're going to see this and that. No, we are maybe going to see Hellblade a little bit. We're going to see a bunch of third-party games. I do not think they're going to show their first-party titles, at least not their whole, whole batch of first-party studios, uh, until E3 where they really want it. And I know E3 isn't a thing, but 
kind of the weeks that E3 takes place where they do plan to do an event. I think that's where we're going to see the Halo Infinite. That's where we're going to see the new IPs that they are working on and hopefully a Fable. Dear God, I hope we get a Fable. <laughs> um, and I think that's where it's going to take place. But this will be more showcasing this is what our console can do. You know, when it comes to third-party titles, especially a game like Assassin's Creed, where visually is actually quite impressive if you remember Odyssey, if you remember Origins, just in general, Assassin's Creed has always been visually impressive. What do you think of this whole event? I think everything you said also in this, man, you're on the ball. I think it, I think it makes a lot of sense. I think they're going to stay pretty, you know, things that have been already announced. They're going to be showing those. I, I bet they can, they're going to do like a side, side by side comparison. I, I can see that too. I think it'll be a really cool event. I think it's more just to showcase a little preview of what it can do and then really go crazy for their event in June. I, I that's, that's what I honestly think. Um, I've, Assassin's Creed will be there, right? I, I'm with you with the, everything that you said, basically. I just think that it's going to be a little sample size, right? To kind of get that conversation going and then, you know, kind of, uh, plat you know, get everyone really excited and then boom, go crazy in June when it really counts. Show the Halo, you know, as a closer. Show everything that, you know, they really wanted to show and that's it. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm with you on that. Uh, I think also um, you're right in the sense of, here, we're going to give you a teaser on in May, and then we're going to be in the in, in your mind for at least a few weeks. Yes. And then June, bam, we come with some more. So yeah. it'll be interesting. If if PlayStation does their event on the 4th, it'll, it'll be the first time, I think, in the history of E3 and PlayStation and Xbox, right? I, again, I say it's not e3 but it takes place in june right in the, in the same week so we're just gonna call it e3 let's just leave it at that it's gonna it's gonna be like people are gonna acknowledge it's, it's just gonna be e3 for exactly. everyone right exactly I mean, yeah so what my point is is gonna be the first time that sony shows their hand before microsoft goes ahead and shows hey these are our games so it'll be interesting to see how sony yes. reacts to somebody going after them now <laughs> again guys you have to understand chino and i right now are team playstation you know, and, and before we were team Xbox when it came to 360 and then a little bit of the a little bit of the Xbox one generation that we switched over. Uh, but so we're we're kind of we're free agents when it comes to this, man. We're not tied to anything. You know? So we're going to see just what everyone offers. But I, I, let's be honest, we're probably getting a PlayStation anyway. Um, but as I was saying, it's going to be exciting to see just how everything plays out. But now that we've talked about you know, the Xbox, the PlayStation, The Last of Us, all this other stuff. Let's talk about the most recent reveal that has happened, which is the new Assassin's Creed, which is revealed for holiday 2020 on basically every generation platform, this this gen and next gen as well. Is it coming to the Switch or did I misread that? No, it's not coming to the I can't run that. Bro. No, it was Stadia. It was no. Stadia. My bad. And it was Stadia. <laughs> Don't hurt me like that. <laughs> it's Stadia that it's coming to. So yeah. that's the crazy thing, though, man. It's coming to so many different platforms. And, bro, I'm telling you, remember when we talked about we're going to get comparisons? We're going to see, yo, this is how it runs on this. And this is how it runs. Bro, IGN's going to be on top of it. Day one, that shit, Day the embargo's one. over, man. They're going to show it on every single fucking platform. Yeah. And, oh. and I wonder, the the thing is, too, is like, I wonder if um this is a game that maybe Microsoft doesn't show a side-to-side -side comparison because you want to promote the last-gen version, too. 
right? Yeah. So Ubisoft would be like, no, you're not doing that because now people are, you know, not going to want to to purchase the the PS4, the Xbox One yeah. versions, right? So they're just going to probably show it at its most capable, which is going to be great, right? I'm so, you know what? When I watched the trailer this morning, I really wasn't into it that much. I'll be honest. But then I started reading stuff and I started looking at the pictures and I was like, yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's go. And I kept getting more and more excited. And I think as time started going on, I started getting more and more excited. You know this. Many people don't know this. Assassin's Creed is my personal favorite franchise of all time. I am so pumped for this game. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, Odyssey didn't do it for me as much. Origins, I was in love. Like, I, it's one of my favorite games of this console generation. Um, but I'm so excited for this one. And I'm so looking forward, and I know you're looking forward to this too because you loved Odyssey. And I just, I'm so excited. I didn't, the setting at the beginning, and I don't know if you felt this, I, I wasn't sold on the setting of the Vikings thing. I thought it was weird. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, it was just, it's different, which I really like, but I thought it was a little odd. But I'm starting to get more and more into it. You know what I mean? I don't know if you're as excited as I am, but I'm getting into it now, right? I'm starting to, I like that, you know, he's got the the, the big coat and he's got the hood and I, I like that stuff. You know, I look and I'm like, oh, he's got an ax. Oh, you know, he's got a hidden blade. Like, this, man, just checking off all the boxes. You know what I mean? Let's go. I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> now let's be clear about something, guys. If you follow my channel, you know that I'm ridiculously huge into Final Fantasy. I just think about that, but Assassin's Creed for Gino. Like that's, he loves Assassin's Creed like I love Final Fantasy. So now to kind of talk about what what I think of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, it it looks interesting. I really like it. Now it may just be because of of the one of the one of the villains in God of War, but it kind of reminded me of God of War a little bit. I don't know if it was just well, it's the same same settings. Okay, so that right? makes like, sense because oh, I was yeah, gonna say, so, man, like the kind of the aesthetic of it all look, reminded me of that. Yeah, much. no, it's supposed to be. It's it's it is like it's in that same kind of era, the same mythology. That's okay. why. So that makes sense, man. I'm excited for this game. Am I gonna play it? Absolutely. Am I gonna buy day one? Mm, I don't know yet. We'll see. I The thing is, okay, if I buy a next-gen console day one, right? Like, whether it be the PlayStation 5 or the Series X, um, I'm going to want to see just what it can do. So chances are, if, yes. if, if the launch lineup is weak, I'm going to end up buying uh, Assassin's Creed day one then, if it comes out side-by-side side with it. I'm wondering if it'll be a day one, like when it launches on this, the next-gen mm -hmm. consoles, will it then launch for everybody, or will it come out earlier? Because they said a holiday, I, man. Holiday yeah, is like December, isn't it? No, so it's a it's a quarter. It, it'll be anywhere from October to basically, as I'm saying, quarter four. So it'll be like October to December, ah, okay. right? Surprise! I think I think I wouldn't be surprised if they release together. Surprised if they already know what that release is, but I think that they're. So now I'm thinking about it. I don't know because I could see them releasing a previous generation version early, like in October, like they typically do. And if if the next generation comes out a couple weeks later like the consoles i mean just releasing it with that i can also see them pushing that you know for making it like a mid-october if that's also when the new consoles come out it can go either way man so but in any case it's going to be out this year in that holiday time span so it's going to do well i think like black that's flag a perfect right slot. like with yeah with black yeah flag. yeah it's going to be the same thing yeah, man, I'm excited for this game. We'll see what it has in store for us. If it's anything like Odyssey, man, or Origins, 
with like stupid amounts of side quests that you're never gonna do them all, man. I uh, like I platinumed Odyssey, man. It yeah, was amazing. I hope that uh, this game carries that torch, man. I'm I'm hoping, but I yeah. I, I have high hopes, man. I haven't enjoyed Assassin's Creed like. There was a time where I just didn't enjoy Assassin's Creed anymore, and this really brought it back for me. Like, Origins, mm -hmm. Odyssey really brought it back, and I'm hoping that this continues it. It's kind of nice that it's not an annual thing now, so and I think that helped too. Yeah, no, I agree. And uh, just want to say for people listening that say, oh, you didn't like Odyssey's one of the best ones. Yeah, it's not my favorite one. Doesn't mean I didn't put 75 hours into it. <laughs> exactly. And 75 hours so is a did. long time. Yeah, man. so um, it's, a, it's a great game, right? But... Like there was things of it that like, you know, I, I liked Origins better. That I guess I could say it that way. But I man, I'm super pumped for this. So I was never sold on the setting of Odyssey. I think that was more of it. I just never loved the setting from the beginning. I but I'm it. liking this. I'm liking the setting for this one. Ancient Greece, bro. Oh my god, man. It didn't I do it for me, it. man. It's amazing. But, but Egypt, Egypt, I was so pumped for. And then this one I'm really pumped for. So I think and I think the setting has a lot to do with it, right? Yeah, definitely. So I loved uh, Bayek. I thought he was a great character. He's actually one of my favorite assassins. Um, Alexios is pretty awesome too. So mm -hmm. I was happy overall, man. Honestly, just a really good experience, man. I fucking love Assassin's Creed. I Sometimes, man, I just want to go back to, to Odyssey and play again. But I'm like, man, I got way too much games to play yeah. to be dicking around back on a game that I've already <laughs> platinumed. It's just crazy. All right, so this next topic is not exactly my forte. But I know that uh, Gino will probably have quite a bit to say about it. WWE 2K21 has been canceled. And how many people give a fuck about this? <laughs> Probably a lot. I will actually. answer that. <laughs> Probably I will lot. answer that. Go ahead. People, and this is why I wanted to put this on because I'm not a, I, man, I can't remember the last one I bought. I bought one a couple years ago. You know, you make a shitty product when people are disappointed it's canceled because they can't see the shitty glitches <laughs> next year. That is the That's that is a fundamental issue that you have that you need to fix, and is why I hate these. And sometimes these annualized, and I'm going to put WD. I know it's sports entertainment, sports franchise games once every year. It's it's a shit game. Stop doing that. I'm so happy it's canceled. Man, fix your damn game. You know what I mean? People love the WWE. They love the WWE. Man, treat that audience with respect. Fix your fucking game. And I don't swear on this all the time, but I'm, man, it looks like it, it, it's honestly, it's horrid. It's horrid. I don't understand how you can just release that and sleep at night. Like, <laughs> that's pretty rough, man. Jeez. You know what I mean? Like, it's horrid. How do you, and like, man, imagine paying full price for that game and you're like, man, this thing runs like shit. I've never sworn this much on this. I think on all of our podcasts. Yeah, combined. I think this is the max. But like, Man, I, I I just I really wanted to talk about this because this goes to all games that are especially sports games, man. They do very little, you know, they they add very little to nothing or they don't even fix the bugs and it goes every year. And I'm a sports game player. So when I I feel like I'm speaking for the masses, for the people, when I say fix your game, you know what I mean? I'm super happy. This is probably the best news out of all of this, in my <laughs> opinion, of everything that we talked about today, that it is canceled because honestly, man, don't release a broken game. Honestly, it's hilarious. The, the, like, don't get me wrong. If you like the glitches, they're hilarious. And I agree with you. You and I, you and I have watched a few. But man, like, have some respect for yourselves. Fix the damn game. You know what I mean? 2K used to do, they do a really good job with the NBA franchise. But even that, they've kind of like, they're the only game in town. And I think sometimes that that's a big part of it. 
but they've gone to the point where like man how do you break something that was working a few years ago you know what i mean like just take your time and enhance it release it every yeah. other year like especially a wwe game like you're not in seasons like i could stretch myself you know with the nhls and the nbas and the nfls and, and the fifas i can stretch myself to understand that because you know you're making calendars within the year that reflect um that re, you know reflect real life like you know they put it based on like especially franchise modes you know they base it off you know what's current like jerseys what's current but the WWE, you don't have that. You're a lot more like the UFC games, right? You don't have that where you don't have a every other year. And I'm going to say this, UFC games, in my opinion, out of all of them, and I know this might sound super biased, but I still stand by what I say. In terms of taking care of the games, in my opinion, the UFC games are the best out of all of the sports games because they release one every couple of years. All the, the new, they put legit, like when they add roster updates, they put legit ones. And, you know, they take the time to make them right. You know what I mean? And, and then when you play them fundamentally, they're different, right? And what's the reason of that is they release them. It's not so much I'm saying the, the UFC is the best game ever. It's not. But I'm saying they release. They don't release manually. So they take care of them. And I'm not saying UFC doesn't have glitches. It, you know, they do have from time to time. But, I mean, it's a lot less than this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I'm super happy that this is happening. You know, all jokes aside, like, fix your game make it right, and then release a really good one in a couple years. People will be really happy you did. And that's an exclusive Gino rant right there, man. Goddamn. You're right. I, I mean, I, I know a little bit about what happened with the, the last game and just how bad the glitches were. You sent me a few of them. And yeah. They're hilarious, but it really it's kind of sad in the grand scheme of things, man. Like, that's not... Usually people mod shit to do these kind of glitches. Sure. Man. They don't just buy a game and it's broken to that degree. It's yeah, crazy. a full price game, full price AAA game, right? I think that's a fair statement to say. Full yeah. price AAA game that is like that is embarrassing. And I would say this about anyone. I would say this about a UFC game. I would say about any like anything that you think that I like. I would say that about it. So I stand by what I say. It is what it is, right? Like you can't yeah. kind of dance around the the reality of it. But yeah, so that's WWE 2K21 canceled for anyone out there who is a huge fan. And I know that WWE is huge, so I'm not saying that nobody's a fan of this stuff, but I just don't care. Um, now, moving on, guys, <laughs> we have covered many topics here on this episode and some very big ones and then some very small ones that, you know. Anyway, <laughs> it's a big episode. It's great to be back. I have the hat on, guys, because the hair is out of control. The beard is out of control. Gino opted for buzzing his hair. And, you know, it's it's just something we got to do. We got to, you know, kind of make do with what we can during this time. Um, but as we get ready to close out this episode, we're going to talk about the games we're playing. Gino, do you want to talk about what you're playing? I, while I know, tell the audience. Okay, so I'm going to like, you know, so we haven't talked in a while with our dear audience. So I've actually beaten two games. I guess one of them you can't really beat, but I beat Days Gone, right? Mm -hmm. And then the second one I beat, I don't know if I talked about if I had beaten uh, Beyond Two Souls at the time, but I did beat Beyond Two Souls. I don't remember if I had mentioned that. But I regardless, I, I I did beat it. Um, Sonic Forces I also beat, but I do remember mentioning that. But more recently, I beat Days Gone. And I also, um, and by beat, I mean rolled credits on Animal Crossing New Horizons. Now, when you roll credits, you just basically beat 
the campaign, which I'm very loose when I say that. Yeah. Um, the game actually really starts going after you um, do the campaign. So after you run the uh, roll credit, sorry. Um, now you can start terraforming and really making your own island. So I'm at the process right now where I haven't really started doing that. Um, I've, I've done it a little more than anything. I was just saving money. It's a fun game. It's addicting. I like it a lot. Um, I guess my only thing that I kind of criticize, and I noticed a few people saying, when you put stuff on your island, like toys and I don't know, like whatever, right? It would be nice if your villagers would play with them or use them, right? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. They don't really like, like, for example, you can put up a wrestling ring. You can put up, you know, they don't really, they're just kind of walking around them. They don't really do anything with them. Like it would be nice if we could get some, maybe in an update. I don't know how hard of an update that would be. I'm sure it would just be, you know, them doing a lot of animation. So it could probably take a while, but it would be nice to have a little bit more interactivity with, with the props that we place. Um, I'm looking forward to really diving in and fixing up my island. I was waiting for um, Tom Nook to give me some interest on my savings. But it turns out they took that down significantly, so it's not even worth it anymore. So I've wow. just begun just customizing it. Uh, Tom Nook is unforgiving. You know what I mean? So um, I'm just really excited. I, I play a little bit in the morning. Every morning I wake up. That's probably the first thing I do with my coffee. I'm um, just a little bit just fixing up the island. There's not a whole lot to do. Being at home, you know, I finished school officially. So I'm all done. But that's not why you guys are here. You want to know what I've been playing? Yeah. So, I've been Final Fantasy VII Remake, baby. Let's go. So, I'm on Chapter 8 right now, and I will say it is a wonderful game. I love the game so much. I really, above all else of the game, I love the characters. I'm really into the characters. Um, I find them all really interesting and really engaging, and, it, and I do care. Like, there's a lot of games, I'll be honest, I'll play them. I don't really care about the characters. This is one of those that I really do, and I really like them, and I like their uniqueness, which says a lot. Do you know what I mean? They're all very memorable, and yeah. I like that a lot. Um, like I said, I'm chapter eight, so I'm obviously not crazy far in, but I've been you know, making steady progress. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot. The one thing in the game I don't like, I don't like the mini-map on the top. It was really confusing because the dots are behind the characters, whereas every game you play... They're ahead, and there's no way to set a waypoint. Like you, I asked you, you said there isn't, so I could not figure that out. So now I'm starting to get more used to the map, obviously, as time goes on. Um, but I am enjoying it a lot. I, I liked Final Fantasy 15 because it was an open world, and this one isn't. Um, but I, I'm not like criticizing the game. I just understand that it's just a different type of game. Yeah. I just generally like open world. That's kind of a side point. But I, in general, I really like the character of the game. I love Cloud. There's something about Cloud I really, really like. I've been using the Buster Sword a lot. Um, I couldn't get myself to use the other one. I was like, this doesn't feel as authentic. And um, I'm really into it, man. I'm having a good time. But I want to know what you're playing now at this moment and what you have played. All right. So since <laughs> since our last episode, remember I was talking about, I had just finished Days Gone. And I said, man, I'm not trying to start any, any big games until FF7 Remake. Remake dropped, played that, finished it, I think, in a week and a half. Um, obviously I have, I still work and everything is for you guys that don't know. That's why it took me as long as it did. Um, I've completed the remake. I'm working on a script, talking about the ending, working on a script, talking about the review of the game. Um, some surprises in store for you guys. I'm not going to spoil anything here. I'll leave that for the video. Um, but right now that's really it. I do plan on going back to platinum the game, but 
we'll talk more about uh, the remake in my upcoming videos that uh, will either, the ending will, uh, video will be out probably before this podcast drops, um, or it may be slightly after, depending on my schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll talk more about that. Um, but that's really it, man. Honestly, I'm just playing the remake, really enjoying it. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. And uh, I can't wait for part two. I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. Um, <laughs> and the next game I play will likely be um, The Last of Us 2. I think really? that'll probably the next one that's because I will be spending a lot of time on the remake, talking about the remake, everything revolving around the remake. So just look out for that. And, you know, yes. honestly, it's tough. I want to say a lot, but I'm going to hold it in. Um, and for I Gino's sake, that. too, because he hasn't even completed the game yet. So, But I can't wait for Gino to finish it. We're going to have a spoiler cast. We're going to just talk about everything we think of the game. And I can't wait to get somebody's perspective who's never played the OG game versus somebody like me who's probably beaten it more times than he can keep track of. So it'll be exciting. And, and that's really it. So should I, we- got a, I got a question for you. Are you uh, going to buy it on Xbox? Mm, not likely. I'll probably buy it on PC. Dep- actually, it depends, man. My PC is is powerful right now, but when the next gen drops, I think it might not even be worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I d- like like look, man. I this original <laughs> seven I bought on everything. I'm not buying the remake on everything. That's just not happening. You got to buy the original one on the Switch because you haven't done that, and then you got to buy this one on your PC, and you have to buy it on your Xbox. And you know what? I'm gonna say you have to buy Stadia. And- Throw it on there too because oh, you can boy. use your controller. No, that's not happening, bro. Okay. Um, right. Whatever. I love the game, but not enough to buy it on all these. I don't have the time to play it on all these platforms, bro. Maybe if this was before, I, I had a family and everything, everything man. Too. Then I'd do it, but not yeah. now. So that kind of wraps it up, guys. I mean, uh, we'll give you our, our socials. You can find me on uh, YouTube at NIXNE. Um, no, man, guys, guys, sorry. I, I haven't done this in a while. I'm a little rusty. You can find me at youtube.com slash N-I-X-N-E. And you can find me on Twitter at underscore N-I-X-N-E. Gino, where can they find you? Gino Gal on Instagram and on Twitter. It's reverse. Gal Gino. Let's go. Let's talk. Don't spoil anything for me. I swear. I will (laughs) cut people off left and right. You know what I mean? There's someone in this podcast that I don't want to reveal. It's one of the two of us. That ruined Endgame for me. Endgame and doesn't even and doesn't even watch it. What the hell are you talking Game. about? What's Endgame? <laughs> Avengers, Avengers Endgame. How did I ruin that for you, bro? You posted the ending, man. We're keeping this in for the record. <laughs> I'll keep it in. You but posted I, it I don't remember joke. this. You posted the joke, and I was like, dude. I didn't know it was real, though. What, what did I say? Yeah, but you you. I don't know. It hurts too much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I apologize. Please forgive me. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) All right. So that wraps it up, guys. Thank you for tuning in again. We're going to be back on our weekly schedule, and I hope you guys look forward to seeing us every week talking about video games and the things we love about them. Thank you again. I'll talk to you guys on the next one. Take care. See ya.